kind of hard to say no to a seven-year-old girl with a hand plane. Yeah, like nothing against you, but you're not a cute seven-year-old girl. Welcome to the Modern Woodworkers Association, a podcast about woodworking from folk who woodwork. Woodworking is what we do, who we are, and what we like to talk about. So join us as we have a drink, sit around, and talk woodworking. For episode 149 of the Modern Woodworkers Association podcast, we've got five questions with Mr. James Wright of Wood by Wright. Hi. Hello there. Hello. I was going to jump right into it. James, how did you get into woodworking? Uh, followed my father into a woodworking. But I'm putting out my, three videos my, a week. So my dad was dragged I'm, I'm used in to by a friend of his <laughs> uh, when I was four or five. Actually, between the yeah, I have he slowly, four well, he brought me right now. Too. And I'm usually and, putting uh, out the 10 first thing that I ever did. I was about five years old and I was, you know, catching boards coming off the table saw. <laughs> so my, my father would feed them through. I'd be on the other side. It's the best and, type of fish. Uh, yeah, we, mm-hmm. we just, I grew up in the shop and that was, that was the, the fun time I got to spend with my dad. And so I had a lot of good memories from that. Do you remember the first thing you made with your dad? Not the just caught lumber, thing, but. The first thing I made, in other words, a project for me and not mm-hmm. for my father was, um, a, um, what are those called? The, the race cars for, uh. Pinewood Derby? Pinewood Derby. Pinewood Derby. There we are. Okay. Um, and I actually made mine out of red oak. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> your love affair with oak is long yes. lasted we, we actually uh shaped it on the bandsaw and uh sanded it down and used my oak car and actually uh, uh stained it and finished it in lacquer rather than painting it <laughs> excellent how'd it do that, yeah. was that not oh, in any way i, I the lost point? miserably okay I, I, my wheels were so out of whack that it was <laughs> It looked great, though. <laughs> hey, that's important. Okay. Um, when you're working in the shop, what's your favorite tool? Oh, I hate this question. Um, honestly, we will fail you whatever, if you get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever tool is in my hand at the time. Um, I, I always i am looking forward to the next step. I'm looking forward to the next thing I get to experience. Um, and picking a one tool over another is is painful um, but I, I guess if i have to pick any one tool in the shop it would have to be um, my half inch chisel that i got from aldi the grocery store say what the half inch chisel <laughs> no that I no, got. no i heard you what <laughs> I, i'm familiar with aldi. aldi they don't sell chisels in my area i don't yeah i don't see many chisels. once once every once every year they sell it for father's day uh, they sell a pack of four for seven bucks and uh, except for this year they, they stopped selling them so i don't know if they've stopped for good or whatnot um, wow. but last year i bought four packs uh, <laughs> that i've been giving away to other people and i still have one left i'm gonna but, keep my eye out that's just too too funny what, you know, do, why do you like them really just because all that of great of a chisel um, yeah you know it's it's a cheap seven dollar chisel but the, the steel's pretty decent for um, a supermarket chisel it's really good yeah right yeah. And the, it's actually my go-to set of chisels. Um, I, I just like the way they feel. Um, and I think the half-inch chisel is probably the most used chisel I have. And so I, the more time I spend with it, the more memories I have with it. And that's just a, it's a close tool to my heart. That is fantastic. I, I, yeah. That is, I love that answer. 
<laughs> so, uh, should I say the joiner? Yeah, I, I would no. love that answer too, but <laughs> no. my, uh, my 20 inch joiner I have up in the garage, yeah. right? Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. You got that infinite jointer in that plane, but, That's uh, aircraft carrier, right? So, uh, who has influenced, influenced you most in your woodworking? Uh, that would have to be my father. Um, yeah. sound so, answer. Uh, honestly, I, um, up until a couple of years ago, I never read a book magazine or went online for anything. Everything I knew came from my father and, and his shop. Um, so and, he, I mean, he was, I mean, well equipped, but I mean, also fairly accomplished and you learned a lot well, from everything he, well, he, um, subscribed to wood magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he had a friend who was a professional woodworker. Uh, he made uh, lazy Susans as a profession. Uh, oh. So it was his shop I actually grew up in. Um, and so my, my father learned from him, and then I learned from my father. And so it was you know, up until um, up until college, I, I never even knew that there were books or magazines out there on woodworking. Um, and it really wasn't until like three years ago I even came across YouTube woodworking. Um, so wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, that's, it's really kind of late to the game. You, yeah. you found you found it when it was swollen, probably about to its max. Yeah, and now I'm going back and looking for all these books and and finding you know historical information and the way people had done it in the past. And mm-hmm. so I'm kind of looking at it in reverse of what most people did. No, I um I I really enjoyed. I mean, do you have any of Lost Art Press's books? I hate oh to. yeah. Okay, so like the Moxon book that they put out years ago, it's just more of like a little pamphlet of a book, but. Um, the 1600s version of how they wrote about woodworking. It was a very cool thing to to read and and uh, and work through. Very cool. I'm, I'm waiting to buy my copy of uh, plates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have the first one. Oh. I don't have. I don't. I don't need any of them, so I kind of held off on the second. The second. No, but one. they look so good on the shelf. I know. <laughs> have you Have you seen the real things? Oh yeah. Okay. I yeah when I saw them at at WIA before he released the first one that was uh truly impressive <laughs> truly James I so, can, no hold on I I, wanna, I have no, a follow please. up to this question um Press. I can understanding how you came up into woodworking I can appreciate that you didn't you know go online to find out how to do everything in the beginning and, and whatnot what brought you online 3 years ago what changed to say now you wanted to go out and see what was going on Rather than just do um, your own thing or do what you would learn from your dad. Actually, it was my my business before. Uh, my my hobby kind of thing is whenever I get a new hobby, I create a YouTube channel about it. And most of the time, okay. it's just there to catalog what I'm doing. And you know, there might randomly be like three people who subscribe to me. Um, I think but, you're about, but you're like four or five people over that now. Well, um, my last hobby. Um, I was making YouTube videos for that and I'm looking at other things online and a couple woodworking videos popped up and there were the, you know, the, the really sexy hand tool videos that are all music and nothing's being taught. Um, but they're cool to watch and a candle in plain shaving kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And then there'd be information on the side of other videos you'd want. And, you know, I, I went mm-hmm. down one of those rabbit holes and then came across worth the effort making a grooving plane. Okay. And, after seeing that, I uh, probably in the next two or three months, 
it was all I could do every moment I was on YouTube watching something new and, and just, it was a, a whole new world that was opening up to me. And yeah, <laughs> I, I have a set of very well-made plans for a, um, panel raising plane that I've been dying to make like a solid wood plane. Uh-huh. Um, I have it drawn up in CAD and I just haven't sourced a decent bit of stock to make it out of at this point, but it's kind of a long out there, but I, I would love to make it cause I've, I've raised panels by hand in other ways and I, I want to try a dedicated like mm-hmm. canted plane mm. Mm. someday. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are crazy. Um, <laughs> So that that the brings me. The best it is, the more fun it is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. There you go. I, I look at these these hard methods that take forever, and I, most people look at them and say, "Man, that's going to take forever." And I look at it and go, "Ooh, I get to spend more time." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so when um, once you went down the rabbit hole and you're you're online and you're making things by hand out of wood, what has been your biggest stumbling block? Um. I would have to say that it's kind of a, a back and forth because it, my biggest stumbling block is I charge into things. I, 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 I don't plan anything I make. I don't make any designs for anything I make. Um, you know, I, I build it and then I'll make a design and, and, and put that online. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I figure things out on the go on the fly and I know, you know, with the dresser, I knew that it had to be a specific measurement because it had to fit on that wall um, between two doorways. And so I just had to, that was the only measurement and number I had. And everything, the next board I cut was just like, mm, I think it needs to be about this high. And I marked a board at that height and cut it. Um, and that is, it's great. It's very freeing, but it is a very easy way to run into issues. Okay. Um, and so I think that it, I run into far more issues than more people do because of that. But I think at the same time, it's also a, a fairly decent thing because, uh, because I run into more issues, I learn more. Um, okay. I, I, I have more of those things that I can now see coming and jump out of the way of. And it, then it makes it easier to, you know, the, the freehand building because I, I, I have more experience in that. But at the same time, I still, there's a lot of problems that are like, well, I wish I had thought that one through. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's true of, of anyone who makes anything wood or otherwise. Um, you always wish you'd, well, yeah. Well, I'm going to say you always wish you'd thought it through more, no matter how much people think it through. Um, yeah. you always wish you do like, you know, your, your pod mate, uh, Johnny strikes me as the kind who doesn't just start making a cut and figure, you oh, know, no. just do it completely on the fly. But even as, as meticulously as he plans things out, I, I'm thinking like a project like the chairs he's working on now, he wishes he'd plan them even further out. Yeah, well, that one was a little bit different because it was, you know, copying something that was in existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's one of those weird people who make a cut list and will cut every single piece for the project at once at the very beginning. Mm, yeah. It's like, mm. oh man, that freaks me out. In, <laughs> I, yes, it does. I absolutely, and he, clearly it works for him because he's making nice stuff, but yeah, I yeah, could not he, work that he does way. It all the time. <laughs> oh. That's, man. So, uh, 
how has the internet influenced your work? Uh, greatly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 number one, the reason I'm doing hand tools is because of the internet. Uh, number two, probably 85 to 90% of all of my uh, learned knowledge, you know, in other words, knowledge that I haven't, you know, experienced myself has come from uh, YouTube, Instagram, and uh, Facebook. It's, it's just the amount of information and the ease at which it can be gleaned is just so phenomenal that um, it, it's hard not to be influenced by it now. So pretty much all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all of the internet. Yes. All of it. Well, excellent. Um, thank you very much for coming on with us, James. We've had a very nice time. Um, before we wrap this up, could you tell people where they can find more about you online and where they might be able to listen to your, your soothing, dulcet tones? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, Wood by Right on YouTube is primarily where I'm at, but my website, uh, woodbyright.com, and then, of course, Twitter, Instagram, and all those fun places, all Wood by Right. And then also on the uh, Crafted Podcast with uh, Johnny Brook and ZH Fabrication. Having fun every week on uh, Wednesday. You can actually catch us live on uh, the Crafted Podcast and YouTube. Excellent. Well, I'm Sean Wisniewski of The Corner Workshop and uh, at SeanW78 on the social medias. And I'm Diami Plotke of the Modern Woodworkers Association. You can find me at Diami Plotke on uh, some social media and at Penultimate Woodshop on the Instagram. <laughs> so until next time... <sighs> Plan out every single piece of everything you might ever want to build and get it pre-cut because you can't start till then. So just get cutting, folk. And thank you so much for having me today. It's been a pleasure. <laughs>